Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with Jesus and to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I am so, so grateful that you are here. Thanks again for joining today. I hope you are having an amazing, fantastic day and enjoying the goodness of God, walking with Jesus. What a good God he is. If you have not had a chance to listen to the interview that I did last week with um, Cindy Fish, I would encourage you to listen to it. She had so many beautiful things and insights to share. Her testimony is powerful. God has done just a transformative work in her life. And I am grateful to be able to have, grateful to have been able to share her voice last week. I can speak English. Um, So go check it out. And within the next few weeks, I have another interview um, that I'll be posting, Sister Pat Vick. And um, I'm excited to share that. Also, I'm getting ready to schedule with Sister Rachel Carson and a few other people uh, that have agreed to do podcasts. So super excited to share um, some incredible voices with you. Today, I am going to do something a little bit different. This is not necessarily an unedited journal entry, though it is going to be hot off the press. Not even quite done, actually. But as I've mentioned on the podcast, I am working on a book. It is called Overflow. And the subtitle is The Fine Art of Cultivating Joy and Sorrow. And I have written 24, I guess, kind of chapters or pieces. I have a chapter uh, called When Sorrow Like Sea Billows Roll, Defining Sorrow. A chapter called My Cup Runneth Over, Defining Joy. A chapter called Mix It Up, talking about how joy and sorrow are compatible and how they work together. And then there's 16 joy principles really just ways that I have personally discovered and that research shows help produce joy in our lives. We know joy is a fruit of the spirit, but we can learn to cultivate it. And so this is a project I've been working on. I have several other closing chapters. Well, this morning when I sat down um, on my brown bench or my brown bench, the brown bench in the church lobby where I sit every morning um, to read my Bible and pray, God was just such a comfort. And I have occasionally uh, throughout this last six months or seven months of writing felt like I should maybe add something about comfort but God just really confirmed it to me this morning and so I've been working all day literally on this little chapter about comfort um, taught a bible in the middle of it and I've taught a bible study in the middle of it but I have just this thought is just burning in my spirit and um, I feel to share it on the podcast today and I don't know where you are, maybe you are in some dark, heavy trial, or maybe you've experienced a recent loss, or maybe you just haven't healed from a loss from previous times in your life. God is the God of all comfort, and He is so close in our heartbreak. He's so close in our pain. 
And in this chapter, I do share a little snippet of my dear friend Maggie's story. I have her permission to share this. Um, Maggie was on an interview uh, back in April, and she shared about the loss of her son and the comfort that she's received from God. And so today, just a very simple episode, and I want to share this final piece that I wrote for the book Overflow, The Fine Art of Cultivating Joy in Sorrow. This is called The God of All Comfort. The God of All Comfort. Joy and sorrow is possible. Joy and sorrow are compatible. This is the final piece I'm writing in a book whose entire volume is dedicated to conveying this concept. The fact is that we have the option to rejoice and choose and be strengthened by joy in the middle of the deepest sadness and darkest trials of this lifetime. While these statements are true, it is also true that God does not leave us alone in our grief. He does not expect us to muscle our way through sorrow by ourselves. He himself walks closely with us on the journey of loss and pain. He ministers to us through his presence, his word, and his people. He is comfort in hurt and heaviness. Comfort, according to my dear friend Miriam, is both a noun and a verb. It is a thing and an action. It's something we or others do and something we receive. Comfort, transitive verb, to give strength and hope, to cheer, to ease the grief or trouble of, to console. Comfort, noun, strengthening aid, consolation in time of trouble or worry, solace, a feeling of relief or encouragement. Four times in the book of John, Jesus stated that he would send the Comforter or the Holy Ghost after his ascension to heaven. The Greek word for Comforter is parakletos, and it means summoned, called to one's side, especially called to one's aid, a helper, securer, aider, assistant. This is comfort defined in both modern and biblical terms. And I can say I have experienced all aspects of these definitions, consolation, solace, strength, relief, encouragement, and God coming to my side to aid and assist. God has met me again and again in tangible ways in moments of heartbreak. He has been a comfort. He is the comforter. In 2017, one of my dearest friends, Maggie, and her husband, Matt, walked an incredible journey of loss. It was the greatest tragedy that I have personally witnessed in this life. While in labor and just before delivery, they tragically lost their first baby, Hudson Ward Anderson. Their story is both difficult and beautiful, and you can hear Maggie share in her own words in an interview on the unedited podcast, episode 102. This was an unimaginable loss and brought seemingly insurmountable pain into their lives. Hudson was big and handsome, and we celebrated his brief life for three days in the hospital and then with a memorial service that I will never forget. While Hudson's life was short, it was not without meaning and purpose, and we memorialized his life as if we'd known him always. We said goodbye for now, releasing white star balloons into the gray sky by his graveside. This was an unthinkable loss, and no one would want to experience, and no one would want to witness. Shortly after Hudson's memorial service, there was a baby dedication at our church at which Hudson should have been dedicated. In her fresh, raw grief, Maggie could not watch the dedication and went to the lobby. 
She wept and Matt, her parents, her brother Reagan and I wept with her. As this difficult scene unfolded, Reagan spoke words I will never forget. We'll never experience the comfort of God until there's discomfort. These words could not be more true. It is in the pain of loss, grief, heartache, heartbreak, and tragedy that we learn God as a comforter like we can learn nowhere else. Though Maggie and Matt have walked through excruciating, life-altering grief, they have experienced the comfort that comes only through discomfort and from God alone. Maggie has reiterated that though her journey has been marked by such devastation, she has witnessed firsthand the comfort and goodness of God through it all. She has found a God whose solace, aid, and ministry meets us in the deepest, darkest places. Psalm 34, 18 tells us that God is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be contrite in spirit. God comes close to those who are crushed and broken. He rushes in with comfort, assistance, and consolation. Those who have walked the journey of pain with Jesus, like my friends Matt and Maggie and so many others, know that in the most debilitating pain, he is near. He is not distant and austere. He is not callous and indifferent. He is tender with broken hearts. He gently holds broken hearts in nail-scarred hands. He is close and personal. He is the God of comfort. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church and laid out beautiful theology regarding comfort. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. Paul shares a few things regarding comfort in this short passage that are worth noting. Number one, God is the God of all comfort. This little title alone is a consolation and gives strength. God is the source of comfort. Comfort flows from him. Hebrews 4.15 tells us that Jesus can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities or weaknesses. He is approachable and empathetic because he knows what we experience in our humanity, whether it be loss, grief, or some other form of suffering. Isaiah 53 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Jesus is personally acquainted with the heaviness of sorrow and hardship. He carried ours to the cross. This makes him a merciful and faithful high priest, the God of all comfort. Number two, God comforts us in all our trouble. No matter what type of trouble we are facing, he comes to our side and wraps us in the comfort of his love. He surrounds us with the comforter in any form of pain in all trouble. Number three, God trains us to be comforters when we experience his comfort. He comforts us, and in turn, we are able to pass on the comfort we've received to others who are in any type of trouble. There is compassion and empathy and tenderness of heart that is only possible because of the comfort we ourselves have received. We are touched by others' pain when we've known our own. We can extend comfort and be a comfort because of our own experience. The more suffering we endure, 
Number four, the more suffering we endure, the more consolation or comfort we receive. Paul says, as our suffering abounds, so does our consolation or comfort abound. Suffering and comfort are in direct proportion to one another. The more suffering we endure, the more comfort we know. God is a comfort. He is the comforter. Brother Terry Schock said, The Holy Ghost is a comfort and a guide, because many times where it leads, comfort is needed. Oftentimes on the journey to heaven, we are guided into treacherous, challenging stretches of road. We are seemingly led by God into the valley of the shadow of death, Tight and narrow is the way, and we often need comfort as we walk the pathway to heaven. David wrote, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. His presence is with us, giving comfort in the darkest shadows of the deepest valleys. In seasons of loss, hardship, devastation, grief, and sorrow, we find him near. He is close. As one old song says, he's as close as the mention of his name. He is the comforter, the parakletos, the one called to our side to aid and console. Reach for him. We must know the pain of discomfort in order to experience his comfort. He is the God of all comfort. Again, that was not really an unedited journal entry. That is piece 24 that I've written for the book, Overflow, which I'm hoping to publish sometime in December, um, but I had originally hoped to publish it by the 1st of October. So I'm just seeking the Lord and putting in every spare minute that I can. And hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to walk out of 2023 with it done and checked off the list. Um, I'm passionate about this message that we can have joy, which we know from the word of God, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We can have joy in seasons of sorrow and hardship. The Apostle Paul wrote and said, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing. And so just a few little thoughts today on the God of all comfort. Thank you so, so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or to download a typed or a not handwritten script of today's entry, you can visit megunedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. Run into the presence of God, into the refuge, the one who is a very present help in time of trouble, the God of all comfort. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy, happy, amazing Friday.